The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Good morning, church. This is Jim Moore. I am one of the co-hosts with Prison Transformation Radio. And my other co-host is Pastor Dwight Anderson. Dwight. Hey, thank you, Jim. Jim is the director of the R3 Collaborative, and we're excited to be part of this ministry called Prison Transformation Radio. And uh, Pastor Dwight, the Prison Mission Association. And we have kind of a treat today. Pastor Dwight is going to actually be our primary guest. And we thought in one of our initial programs, we really want to anchor ourselves in the biblical foundation of prison ministry. And whenever I think of that, I think of he's called us. He's called us personal. And each of us is going to find our own way to be involved, but for some of us, it'll be through prayer. Some of us may want to engage in one of these ministries. Uh, We can help fund the different ministries. We can do things on the inside, on the outside. But um, Pastor Wright's going to show us, we've been pretty clearly called to visit him and to visit him in prison. We also reach out to those people imprisoned in addiction. I've worked for many years with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, and a Significant addiction can be as much of a prison cell as any concrete room that someone might find themselves in. So pretty much the idea with Prison Transformation Radio is we're going to start with Pastor Dwight. Over the weeks ahead, we're going to bring you some of our heroes. We're going to bring you the remarkable men and women that go into prisons, that provide these ministries. Uh, you're going to, I think you're going to be amazed at the R3 Collaborative. We have a 1,000 members. These are individuals and ministries that are doing this work. And we just want to, and God bless the Salem Media Group and AM980, the mission for giving a forum where we can bring these people to you. And so we know you're driving your car, you're sitting at your computer. If I can just take a moment before Pastor Dwight, just Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, Holy Son of God, Father God, join us in our cars and our computers and our homes. Uh, Bless the words and your airways. Let it be your voice that speaks today. Speak through us and help us reach the body in Christ in name, in the name of the lost in reaching them. So, Pastor Dwight, let me kind of hand it to you, my friend. Give us, uh, again, you're going to lay out the foundation, and you are a pastor, so you got the credentials to teach, and, and it's just wonderful information that you have. And again, we'll start with the biblical foundations for prison ministry. And then mm-hmm. the second half of the program, Dwight's going to actually talk about Prison Mission Association and give you give you an insight into how that scripture is being ply, applied day in and day out. Pastor Dwight. All right. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, I'd love to share that biblical foundation to guide us as we develop prison ministries for your local churches and in our communities. And I pray the Lord will use his living and active word to build your vision for this important ministry. So I'd like to share with you some principles. And um, if you're driving in your car, you probably can't take notes, but I do have this. You can email me and I'll send you a copy of this. My email is my first name, Dwight at prisonmission.org. 
I'm going to share with you several principles. The first principle is the principle of redemption. All things are redeemable through Christ. Now, crime is fundamentally a moral problem. It's a result of man's rebellion against God. It's secondarily a socioeconomic problem. The solution is the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. It begins with repentance and the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is accomplished through His power to sanctify, to transform individuals and the community. Prison ministry needs to include a presentation of the gospel and an emphasis on the role of the Holy Spirit in the Christian's life. No one is ever beyond redemption. We don't give up on people, even when it seems like they will never change. Instead, we pursue them and continue to encourage those that God brings to us. Excellent. And I know you have some specific scripture. Absolutely. So bring us the word, All Pastor. Right. Here it is. I got a couple of verses. Very familiar, I'm sure. But Romans 3, 23, 24 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. And Romans 6, 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And then Colossians 1, 13, 14 says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. So the first principle is redemption. That's kind of a big word, but we all need to be redeemed. We all deserve hell. We're all in the same boat, Jim. None of us are you know, better than anybody amen. in prison. I, I shouldn't even be here, and that's a whole other story. <laughs> now, you only redeem things that have value, Jim. I'd like to give you an illustration. Do you have a dollar bill or something? Is I it do. 20 or what's the biggest bill you have I, in your I pocket? I got a $1 bill. I got maybe have a 50? two of them. Do you have a 50? No, I got a $1 I was hoping you had a 20. Man. I, you know, it's mostly debit cards for me. What's, but oh, I got a $1 bill. Man, let me, let me give you, I'm a, I, you need to have All a bigger bill. All right, this is paying bigger off. Bill. Here's okay. a 20. Thank you, A 20 thank you. is going to be more oh, significant this is pretty. This for this is illustration. Pretty. Okay. All right, so what I want you to do. Now, if you're at home right now, pull out the biggest bill you have in your wallet. Uh, if you're driving, don't do it. But if you're at home... <laughs> use the power of imagination. Driving. Yes, yes. Use, so take that, that bill. Okay. And uh, I want you to... It, it, this one is a, is a nice, crisp, new $20 this bill. This is a nice one, yeah. I want you to crumple it up, Jim. <gasps> I want you to mash it up real good into a ball. Okay. And you can do this at home if you're able to. Smash that now on the floor. I want you to stomp on it. I want you to, to try to ruin it. Okay. And destroy it as much as you can. Done. All right, done. you've done it. Okay, Destroyed. now now open it up. Okay. Now it looks bad. You beat it up. You crushed it. You mangled it. But did it lose any of its value? No, it still looks really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you could still use it at the I store. Could, I could take even you to though lunch it got beat up. It got on the ground. It yes, was sir. the dirt was rubbed into it. Uh, so too, each of us have an intrinsic value. People might beat you up. They might stomp you. But God sees your value. He wants to redeem you no matter what you've been through. So these people have been imprisoned. Yeah. Um, they've gone through things, maybe made some wrong choices, but they're no different than us. We all need to be redeemed. We're all sinners, and we have that value. And the body of Christ is called to minister to those that are imprisoned. And um, the next principle, so that first one is redemption. The second, okay. one, second one is service. service. The body of Christ is called to minister to those who are imprisoned or oppressed. Unlike any other organization, Jim, the church has been ordained to be God's instrument of grace and mercy mm. to the world. The act of serving prisoners or ex-prisoners and their families in the name of Jesus is both a ministry and a means of worship and spiritual growth. 
2 Corinthians 5.20 says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God needs an ambassador to your local jail, your prison. Who will be going there? He has chosen us to be his ambassadors. Your church is the embassy for your neighborhood. If you have a jail or prison, then God is calling you to reach out to them. So this is the part where where he's calling to us. Absolutely. And personally and individually. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. Mm -hmm. And we'll find out more when you talk about Prison Mission Association. Right. Um, Right. And I did want to stress to the folks that Dwight did give his email. That was tough to get. Remember his website. Would you give us your website address? Yes. Because I think we can access it there too. Okay, yep. The website is prisonmission.org. Perfect, perfect. Okay, service, continue. Yeah, the other key verse that specifically mentions prison is Matthew 25, 36, where Jesus says, I was in prison and you came to me. Mm. Jesus says that what you do to the least of these, you're doing it to him. Now, how we treat others in prison is how we're treating him. Is Jesus waiting in your nearby jail or prison? Who will visit him this week? He is calling you and me to come and visit. Amen. And so we have the principle of redemption, service, And the final one I want to share with you is the principle of deliverance. Through God's power, those who are enslaved by sin can be set free. Prison ministry serves the community by helping prisoners avoid going back to their criminal lifestyles and returning to prison. The message of the church is that there is no temptation that cannot be overcome by God's grace. Jesus freely offers forgiveness of sin and deliverance from evil. Romans 8, 1-3 tells us, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit, who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending His Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering, and so He condemned sin in the flesh. So, Jim, if we believe this truth of God's Word, that we need to bring this deliverance to those who need to be delivered, right? If they're in prison, they can't come to us to hear about this. We have to go to them. Can you have a true church and not have a prison ministry? If you have a jail or prison near your church, Satan is working to trap people in their sin. It's our job to set them free through the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Jim, if you were locked and chained to this desk, I didn't bring a chain and a lock, though. No, I got a strong imagination. I could have locked you up. And I had the key to set you free. I could deliver you. We as God's people have the key to set people free from the bondage of sin and death. But we have to share that key with them. Now, pastors, if you're listening, it's my prayer that we can start to set people free, not necessarily maybe from physical prison, but spiritual prisons of their minds, of depression, of fear and drugs, and so many things that people have been trapped by Satan. And we've got to get people out of the pews and visiting the lost people who need to hear the gospel. And some of them are in your local jails and prisons. Some of them might be across the street. And so those are the principles that, that God wants to work in transforming men and women for his glory. So I, I know that. I'm just kind of thinking of my own life and the people who are, who are listening to this. And I think a lot of us do have a heart. We have, you know, we are, it's wired in our DNA. We know there is God. We know we're called. We know we're supposed to do something. But the dilemma is often how. How do I start? We've often seen this image of, you know, imagine a cliff and there's all of, there's all these people, all these Christians over here that want to do something. Then there's this tremendous fault break off and then far, far away, we see all these people in prison. And I'm glad you said addiction 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a prison too. Mm-hmm. I've, I've worked is. for the last 10 years, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. People walking around and yet they're imprisoned, cursed, like the walking dead, mm-hmm. trapped in that prison. But it's hard to get across the impasse. It's hard to find a bridge. It's hard to find a rope bridge. And so I know Prison Mission Association and many of these ministries actually provide those bridges. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess what I'm asking is, how do we, what's the first step, Pastor Dwight? How, how do we engage? And maybe listening to this program today, maybe talking to our pastor and, and finding what's going on in our church. But what's the first step? How do I get moving in the direction of heeding this call? I guess it all depends, uh, Jim, on your situation. You know, if God is calling you to the to a prison ministry, now not everybody, it's just like missions. Um, God calls us to reach across mm-hmm. and go overseas, but not everybody's called to be a specific missionary. Okay. But everyone needs to be involved in missions. They need to pray about missions and and support missions, and and be involved in, in as, as many ways as they can to be, work as a team to reach people overseas with missions. So when we're talking about prison ministry, we're all called to be part of it. doesn't mean everybody has to go to prison. I know when I was in the Waseca Federal Prison just a few months ago, my uncle who lives in Waseca, I told you last week about my motorcycle accident down in Waseca. I stopped by to see him after I visited the prison, and he said to me, Dwight, how, how come you're not afraid? I would be scared they might want to take me hostage, or why are you going into these prisons? You know, so some people are very fearful. They don't, and my wife is one of those. I try to get my wife will refuses to go into prisons, and I said that's okay. She loves children and children ministry, yeah. and that's her thing. So it's not everybody that's maybe going to go into the prison, but we can all be involved, either praying for it, supporting it, helping. And so there's so many things actually uh, that and, I had. And so it's like share. there's a lot of different ways, and we need to find our way and maybe our own special way. And I'm I'm also involved with the R three Christian Collaborative which we work with people when they come out of prison or out of treatment. So there, there are ministries, volunteer mentoring jobs that you can do in the community, in a church and, and in a transitional housing program. So, so that's something we want to bring you through R3 and through this radio program mm-hmm. is show you where those doors are. And I'm so glad you're talking to us about the Prison Mission Association because you can talk to us about the correspondence courses, mm-hmm. how volunteers can get involved. Right. So tell right. us, give this, and give us a real good example of a prison ministry, the Prison Mission Association. Okay, thanks, Jim. Yeah, Prison Business Mission Association, or we call it PMA for short, we provide Bible correspondence courses at no cost to inmates in all 50 states with the goal of reaching prisoners for Christ, developing godly leadership, and planting churches in the prisons. And it started back in 1955 when Joe Mason started visiting prisons down in Texas and jails. He started writing inmates because when he would go there, a lot of them had transferred to different jails or different prisons. And so he began a correspondence course to help them grow in their faith and mentor them. And now, 62 years later, we have over 31,000 students in all 50 states, as well as missionaries using our lessons. They've been translated into Spanish, Portuguese, Swahili, and English. And our headquarters, Jim, is over in Port Orchard, Washington, but mm. I live in Burnsville, Minnesota. I work remotely, so I travel around the country speaking in conferences, churches, colleges, schools, wherever I can get in and share what God is doing behind bars, as well as visiting and speaking in prisons and helping Absolutely. local churches start prison ministries. And I've developed teams to go to resource fairs at the federal prisons and transitional fairs in the state fairs to offer our Bible correspondence courses. And that's about 30,000 
Yeah, um, we just hit 31,000. in 50 states yep. across the country? Yep. Yeah. And Jim, we've got some testimonies coming in every day. And if you could just read a couple Let of examples. Let me be the voice of the guys. Yeah. Okay. The first couple. is David B. And here's what he says. I am enjoying these studies. They make me work for the answers. I'm looking to become a minister while I'm in here. I'm looking at a lot of years behind bars, and I'd like to put myself to work for the Lord. Any help would be wonderful. Thank you. His appeal to PMA. Here's uh, Keith S. I am wanting to start a ministry inside here with your help. With all the glory and praise due to the Creator, which will let guide us through this journey with endurance, I am studying for my associate's degree at the moment. Thanks for all your time and patience with the uplifting literature. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Keith. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's exciting to get. And we'll that, have live testimonies yeah. in the programs ahead where when these guys get out there, we're going to have yes. them come over to the radio station yeah, to talk definitely. to you. Definitely. So, so tell us uh, now a little bit about these correspondence courses. So 30,000 people. How do they? How does an inmate access it? What's involved in the correspondence course? It's pretty simple. It's all done through the mail. If they want to do our lessons, they can just give us their name, their ID number, and their address. It's all done through the mail, as I said. Um, and if if you know someone, you can go to our website, prisonmission.org, and uh, let us know the name, the ID number, and their address, right. and we can get them started. Currently, we have 35 lessons, and they get college-level credit for doing really? our courses. Yep. And we're adding more lessons on biblical leadership ministry training to help plant churches and equip them to reach inmates, to reach inmates for Christ. And we try to partner with anybody that's going into prisons. There's a lot of people working in prisons. Uh, one example is Prison Fellowship. Chuck Colson started that. Uh, they promote our lessons. We were, we've been featured in their newspaper called the Inside Journal for the last three years. And we've gotten over 1,000 students every year through that uh, connection. We also partner with COPE. It's called the Coalition of Prison Evangelists. Okay. Also MEC, which is the Mission Evangelism to Corrections. They it's all a, have their codes, the don't they? Yeah. Johnny and Friends. And there's many more that partner with us that don't offer correspondence courses. So they offer our correspondence Excellent. courses when they're going into the prisons. And, and we, we all work together because many of those names you just mentioned yes. are going to be guests in yes. the weeks ahead. Absolutely. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. We try to partner. That's the collaborative effort. That's yeah. the beauty of the body yeah. of Christ working together as a team. And uh, I love the local church. We love the local church at PMA and want to help them grow their ministry and partner with them to set up even their own ministry to correct lessons for the local jails and prisons. Okay, because so that's we, how people can get involved in right, this. They right. can actually help correct things? I was just in two churches uh, last month in Wisconsin, and they're both looking at doing this. One church had two volunteers that wanted to correct lessons. Another one had three. One of those pastors goes every Saturday night. Uh, this is in Chippewa Falls. He goes into their local jail there every Saturday night, and he's going to offer their courses, but he's going to put their church address at the bottom of the lesson, so they're going to come to their church, and their people are going to correct. So oh, I gave excellent. them the answer keys, and the, the lesson. So that's how I'm trying to decentralize it because our home office, it's funny because Karen Bedoich is our operations manager. She told me to stop. She couldn't handle anymore. She uh -huh. says, we can't do anymore from the home office. And I said, no, I'm just getting started. So I'm, I'm uh, get, that's where we're getting uh, local churches involved. Yeah, because we can't do, do it those. alone. No. We, we, no it, it takes no. a body. It takes a body of Christ. That's right. And that's what this that's program's right. all about, right? Exactly. Let's tap exactly. into the body. Yep. 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 Now, exactly. the, a lot of these are for the inmates. What about the children? What yes. about family members who are in their own prison outside of prison? Right. Our heart breaks. There's 1.7 million children have a parent in prison. And so we partner with the Mailbox Club. They provide full-color 
Bible lessons from ages for kids ages four to 18. And so I have a number, when I go into these prisons, I have a sheet and they can sign up and they can um, have their inmates, children can sign up to do our Bible courses. And also their spouses can do the same studies that they're doing. They don't have to be in prison to do our courses and they can get the college credit as well. Really? Yep. Yep. Excellent. And then of course, um, a number of the other ministries we're going to have actually do. Is it Angel Heart? Is that Angel Tree? Angel Tree. Angel Tree. That's now a ministry uh, involved with the prison uh, prison fellowship academy that actually works with families on the outside while the inmates are doing prison fellowship academy on the inside. Correct. So we'll bring people more. We're looking to have a yeah them on the program, especially before for before Christmas. So since this is about prison mission association, how do we reach you? Uh, what what's the website? I guess that's the best place to go to maybe donate to to look for opportunities to volunteer. Maybe we could even find a way to call and talk to you on that website. Yeah, absolutely, Jim. Thanks, thanks for asking. Uh, our website is prisonmission.org. In our number is six one two four two three three four five seven. So they can connect with the with the website or give me a call on the phone. Excellent. So. Boy, these programs go quickly. But we're back next Saturday, 1 p.m., a.m. 980, The Mission, and we will introduce you to another ministry. And, uh, and oh, folks, we've gone through the list, and these are remarkable people. And we'll be coming to you every Saturday afternoon. So please tune in. Please help spread the word and talk to the people in your church. Let people tune in. But also see if you can spread the word not only about the program, but the Lord's calling us and there's things to do. And, and I know, Pastor Dwight, you feel it as well. Prayer is the foundation of prison ministry. Can you please uh, take a few moments as we've, as we've got only a few moments left and just give us an insight into why prayer is so important in this ministry and lead us out in a prayer? Yes, Jim, prayer is essential for any prison ministry to be truly effective. We have to have solid foundation. In prayer, we call upon God for resources that he alone can provide. We're in a battle against the spiritual forces Amen. of darkness. I wanted to read Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. You got it. Uh, it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So the people we're struggling with, Jim, is not our enemy. We're in a spiritual battle, and prayer is the yes. only way to battle in the spiritual realm. We must pray in the power of and the blood of Jesus and claim the promises to deliver each one from the bondage of sin and death. We need to pray for the blindfolds to come off and the strongholds that Satan has them locked in, those would be broken so they can accept the free gift of eternal life and total forgiveness by grace through faith in what Christ has done for us on the cross. So let us pray and close in prayer here. Lord, I just want to pray for any prisoners and those prisoners' families and all those affected, Lord through these situations that they're facing right now. And I pray for their relationship with God. I pray that they would really experience your love to know how much you love them, how you sent Christ to die for them. And through his death, burial, and resurrection, they can have faith, uh, can have hope and receive the gift of eternal life. And Lord, I pray that you would allow the, what's happened to them to really bring out your purposes in their life and that they would seek you and get involved in the chapel services or other Christian programming. Maybe they would uh, study God's word and complete our PMA lessons to build biblical leadership and train them 
for ministry. I pray for those two men that we read that their, their, their testimonies. They want to be effective in the prisons. And I pray you might raise up more men and women of God in the prisons to reach people for Christ. I pray this in Jesus' name. Oh, Amen. thank you very much. God bless you. And, and I want to just end with a couple of other resources. The R3 Collaborative r3collaborative.org, a one-stop where you can find out about these different resources and and you can help contribute to them. I also would like to mention Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Someone struggling with addiction, it's easy. 612-FREEDOM. 612-F-R-E-E-D-O-M. There's something about the name Jesus, and he's the heart and soul of the whole thing. Amen, Pastor Dwight. Amen. God bless you, my friend. We'll see you all next week. Thank you. 